0: Radio Network shout out to everybody listening on WOL 95.9 FM in the DMV and shout out to everybody listening on the mighty 147 WVOL on our flagship here in in Nashville, Tennessee I got my cousin Dr. Joel Boyce he's coming in for a few days giving us a clinic on, on education he talked about which I was very fascinated about the the structure, just the relationship with the kids. I think what I, what really jumped off the page, Joel, is you said repeatedly that you really love the kids, like you really care about the kids. And your mom was a teacher, my mom was a teacher. Um, the 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 love for the kids just was really what I think made our mother special because it, it went above and beyond duty. And uh, and and I, you know, I've been exposed to a lot of teachers. There's some that are just punching the clock, just like any other job. They're just there. And then, you know, it's like Abbott Elementary. It's just like you see, uh, that's which is one of my favorite shows, which the, depicts what I think you see in classes. Um, you you have smart kids, you have kids from not so good backgrounds, you have young teachers that think they know everything and they're trying to tell the people that are vets for 30 years and know that there's no funding. So people come in, they want to do all these pie in the sky ideas. And then the 60 year old teacher is like, nah, I've been here for, for 29 years, you can't do that. That's not going to work. The parents are crazy. Um, you're complaining about the nutrition and, and there's no, you, you're you too young to have seen the budget line and in the, in the P&L for tuition. Then you always got a good class vomit every once in a while. You know, you got kids fighting, you got all sorts of stuff. So it's just all of these balls in the air that that you have to juggle with young people. But it's so important to have leaders that actually care right. about the well-being of the kids. Because if you don't care about the well-being of the kids, you're not going to put that extra time in. And 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 like you mentioned, people are really dependent. On individuals like yourself, because you're you're spending more time with with the children than their parents are. They're 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 going home, getting another meal, you're getting a shower and getting into bed. And they're spending most of their waking time at at the school. So just phenomenal work that you do. Now I want to give you a chance to talk about your business because I'm very high on entrepreneurship. I'm high on ownership. I talk about that on this show all the time. Owning your brand, owning your content, taking the 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 experiences that you have and uh, creating a tapestry of your experiences, and then getting that out, getting your face out, getting your talents out, getting your passion out to people. And you have done that. I'm very proud of, of you and have, have kind of seen you. Uh, tell us about your company, uh, JCB Ed Pro. Tell us about what you do and what makes your company and this movement so special.
1: Well, I founded my company a few years ago. I've been working um, in the entrepreneurial space as a curriculum writer for a while. I was also serving as a professional editor, but what I've added on the additional arm of my company is actually consulting with entrepreneurs who want to learn, how do I get my product, my resource, my service, my book into schools? And many of them don't understand the landscape of schools. They don't understand the way we work. Uh, they don't understand that getting funding at the school level is like mm. the federal government.
0: Now let me jump in for the layman, so if you're listening on the Beltway in D.C., when you say book into schools, are you meaning like the Catcher in the Rye book into schools, like you're reading for for literature, or do you mean like actual curriculum-based books, like textbooks, stuff like that?
1: I mean both, actually. There, okay. are, a, there are a lot of people who have written nonfiction or fiction books that they think would be, it could be motivational, it could be uh, skill-based. There are other kinds of products that people have written. It could have been, like I have a friend who wrote a, who wrote a book about the the journey of the black doctors mm. uh, getting their white coats. And you may not think that normally that that book would be something that people would buy. Shout out to Dr. Highlake, but it actually is a book that could motivate young people who don't understand that there was a path that some of their doctors that they see took to get where they want to be. And many people who look like them had a journey that they could emulate. Mm. They, they've already fallen on some of the hard times. They've gone through some of the rough patches and they teach them exactly what they need to do uh, to be able to get there. So a book like that could be good for a CTAE for a healthcare science pathway. Mm. There are people who have uh, books or curriculum that's about post-secondary readiness, which is a big thing in, in in high schools where I am. Yes, we want to graduate kids, but we also want them to have a plan when they get out of high school. Are you going to the military? What's the plan for that? Is there a program to teach them? How can I use my military experience to launch a career? Mm. How can I go into some of the uh two year program, certification programs, and be right. able to enjoy a really good life. Or yeah. if I want to go to college, what, what program is it's not for everybody. Correct. It's, if, it's but not, if I want to go to right. a four year college, how do I go and not we, waste four we, years? We went to
0: college with a lot of people that were wasting a lot of money and probably and, should, have gone, and to should have gone to a t- trade school or trade school
1: like or could have just right. gone, gotten a certification. You could yeah. have gone. And and even with, we
0: wasted a lot of money and time singing. Like we, you know, to I did not waste time singing.
1: I finished in three and a half years. I did not waste time. Not you.
0: I definitely did. It's But, you know, Uh, I mean, I love those experiences, but we probably when I look back on my time and at Oakwood, I feel like I was like 70 percent singer, 30 percent student. And uh, you know, I was like, I'm not going to sing for a living. Like, I probably shouldn't be putting two thirds of my. Hey, time listen, you
1: man. had we had to learn how to manage our time. We learned right. some of the best skills that I even use today. That if you can skills get up and sing in front of, you know, if thousands you can, of people, a th- you can sing at a congressional prayer breakfast. If you can sing at a Toronto Blue Jay stadium full with people, right. then you can present in front of a faculty. Right. You can present at a PTA meeting uh, with clarity and get your point across. And so we we were we cut our teeth. On Definitely, the, we cut our teeth in a in a different way Definitely. than most people cut their teeth. I'll never I'll
0: never be on a bus again as an adult. Just, <laughs> Absolutely, uh, we, don't, we don't do the buses no more, man. Just, you got if you want if you want Lance J to perform for you, whether it's singing, if I dust off the voice or it's doing radio, you got to You got to fly him in. And Absolutely, it's gotta be, brother. It's got to be business class. Yes, it can't be can't be completely coached. I don't ask for first class, but it's got to be. I got to be able to get a real meal and more than uh, just a, a diet drill while I'm, while I'm out there. But um, so your you've written a book, correct? that kind of chronicles some of these principles. Tell us about the book.
1: So my my new book came out uh, about a month ago. It's called Cracking the Code, The Blueprint for Entrepreneurs to Secure High-Paying Contracts with Schools. And that's a big thing because again, entrepreneurs don't understand that there are billions of dollars out there.
0: Wow, billions!
1: Billions of dollars that schools have that are allocated, whether it's Title One funding, right. whether it's their FTE funding, principal. Now, are these federal
0: government programs or are they local?
1: This is well, Title One is going to be a federal program. Right. Schools have local funds that are that are just distributed based on their enrollment, and then other things that could become come from vending machine sales, partners mm. in education. There are other platforms or funding sources that schools have, but we have to teach them. Who the power players are. Now
0: do they accept minority business um, absolutely. certified. Absolutely. Okay, so that's All great. you have to do so is become minority, a vendor. Because yeah. I'm an MBE certified myself. So okay, that's that's And wonderful.
1: even this, even what you're doing right now, if you were saying, Hey, how could I get in schools, just thinking about the broadcast journalism uh, component, many of our young people don't understand that what you're doing, you could teach them how to do is they could, absolutely. but if nobody's ever exposed to I would do that for it,
0: free. I've actually tried right. the irony is, you know, with our people, I don't I don't talk about the religious stuff. On this show, because nobody cares, right. and uh, even me and you don't care. But I have approached people in our denomination about giving my services away for free, and um, I, I've I've been you know I've had I've had people thumb their nose at me on my free services. So. It's uh, I've always wanted to get in and work with young people on broadcasting because everyone doesn't play sports. Some people want to broadcast. Some people want to learn to do news talk. And and I'm actually looking to plug in with some local entities to, to give it away for free. I don't even care about the money. I just want to help people. If I had found this, this is my love and my passion. If I had found this at 21, I'd be in a much better Space than I am now. I didn't find this till I was in my mid 30s. So um, I want to help somebody that wants to do this early. And I think you're the same way. You can, as you grow your platform and, and with your books, I'm sure you're a prolific writer. You can actually start talking to people that are in college and grad school about, right. hey, you want to be a principal, you want to be a tenured faculty. Why don't you start on your business now? So you're 22, 23, 24, start on your business now. By the time you're 30, you might have a really great side hustle. Then you have options. You might want to teach or you might say, man, I'm doing really well as a consultant, as a writer. I might do that, too. I mean, you want to you put yourself in a position to succeed.
1: I, I wish there was someone that I like. I wish you lived in Atlanta where I could apprentice some of my young people to work with you just to sit down and see what you do to see. Oh, the I ain't setup. get to Atlanta, man. We'll, you know, a, we'll bring them I definitely think that there are some of the kids that you would think are the most problematic young people. This is what they want to do. This is the outlet that they want to have. But I
0: bring the G wagon down. Now, I won't get clapped. You just going
1: to, come no, to no, you, you'll be fine. You you with me? Get, you I with me, brother? Get I don't want. But if they I don't want big boy you, and, and, and no. three stacks rolling up with me and <laughs> their people, man. But the the best part about it is somebody like you. You look like them, right? And you look like success when you come in with a setup like this. Right. And you're opening their minds about what they can do. Yeah. You know. So that's why in this book, what I try to do is to teach entrepreneurs exactly that there are other pathways that you can do you don't have to just create a program that's used to raise test scores we're talking about getting these kids ready for life and we just want i want to open entrepreneurs to think creatively about how they can use what they're currently doing to pitch to school something that students would actually value and can help them with their lives after they get out of high school
0: no that's um that's that's fantastic so if you're just tuning in I'm, i'm talking to my cousin dr joel boyce um, who who's who's discussing education? He's discussing his book. He's discussing his consulting practice. I'm very curious, Joel, and, and you and I have both been in leadership roles and had a lot of people reporting to us. I learned so much as I moved from manager to director, from director to to vice president, um, you know, and even now a, a business owner where where I don't have as many people reporting to me, but. I'm making all of the moves, you know, I have to, I'm, I'm now eating lunch and playing golf with CEOs and, and, and people that run billion dollar companies. Um, you learn about emotional intelligence, you learn about work ethic, you learn about treating people well, you learn about really understanding your employees and the people that work for you and with you, how to reach them, how to motivate them, how to galvanize them. What are some of the fundamentals that you've learned over the years, uh, being a principal moving, uh, a vice principal moving your way through the system how to work with people, how to work with parents. What, what are some of the fundamentals that you've learned?
1: Uh, the importance of treating people with respect. Mm. You know, they people did not always choose the journey that they took mm. to get where they are. Mm. Some of our parents, they're not in the situation they're in because they're lazy. They may be in the That's situation that they're in because uh, they were dealt a really bad hand. Right. So how can I still treat you with respect as I did with your child? Right. As I um, try to make sure when I talk to the young people, I don't know what happened to them when they got off that bus this morning. Mm. I don't know what squalid conditions they could have been living in. Mm. You know, I don't know, we always say parents gave them a shower and they they fed them, but many of my kids don't eat when they get home. You know, they're eating out of whatever they can get at a a, a vending machine or at a gas station. It's not nutritious food, so when they come to school sometimes angry, I keep food in my office sometimes just because sometimes if I slide a kid a snack, Just to get them going through the day, I can get them to do whatever I need them to do. So just learning the importance of respecting the young people and their parents and then as a manager, as an assistant principal, I have to respect my staff. Right. You know, they're going through all kinds of things. This pandemic has exposed that these people are living real lives at home. They've lost parents, they've lost family members. And so sometimes if somebody's coming in with a bad day, just understanding that and maybe changing your tone with how you deal with them can get people to almost run through a brick wall for you because they will follow you because they respect you, not because they're afraid of you. So you never want to operate in lead trying to make people be afraid of you
0: wow fantastic leadership tips from dr joel boyce what we're going to do we're going to we're going to cut to to another break we'll be back more of the land day radio network after these messages you are listening to the land J radio network When I'm not doing the HealthCast, I consult for many startups and ACOs who are new to the healthcare business. Episource serves Medicare, commercial, and Medicaid plans with an experienced risk adjustment team that cares about results and building partnerships. With the largest health plans and healthcare organizations as clients, Episource aims to obtain the best medical chart retrieval rates, the highest coding accuracy, and the maximum level of project satisfaction. For information on Episource, go to www.episource.com and fill out one of their contact forms to request a demonstration. I don't know what's wrong with him. He ain't been acting like himself lately. I mean,
1: it kind of hurt me because we've been best friends since we was in the second grade. Did you know that? And I try to talk to him. He don't even hear me gone i mean i could look out for myself but man i don't know what he might do to steal
0: the way he's been acting lately
1: you're my man and everything but uh i do him
0: in if i have to you are listening to the lance j radio network